0: Welcome back to Grounded with Brandon and Craig. I'm Brandon, and sitting across from me is Craig, who is whistling "Last Christmas." I was I I, I actually heard that
1: on my way in here this morning. Nice, and so I think it's uh, well. That's it's another. Gonna, it's, it's another one of your m- male slash female guys you like to listen to, George Michael, <laughs> right? So, right. Um, oh yeah, but yeah, I. I I was going to turn it, but I was by myself. I was like, nobody's in here listening, so I'll just go ahead and listen to it. But, right. So, yeah, I was like, I've been, you know. Did you know that Justin Bieber has a version of that? I, mean, I did not, but um, thank you on all things Justin Bieber. I'm just kidding. I don't know that he does. He pulls that out of <laughs> Bieber, uh, the first book of Bieber, chapter 5, verse 2. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You hear his voice, but you don't see his face. You don't see the eyes. There's love. There's love, there, folks. There's
0: love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. So it was very cold this morning um, when I went out to the truck. Mm-hmm. I thought
0: I know I had to go start yeah. mine because it had frost on the windshield. The same here. And um, went to collect the trash cans. You know, because
1: um, Rumpke comes. You know, super early in the in the oh, morning, yeah. and uh, which is great. I mean, perfect for them. So I'm bringing the trash cans up. Man, it's cold out here.
0: So, um, it's going up to 50, they said. Yeah. It's going to get like 47 or so, I think. Probably Marysville probably will shoot up to about 50. Yeah, I- I'm leaning for 50. I will, I will say right now, this is recorded on air. I'm proud of you. Well, thank you. You have actually done very well so far. Now, granted, it is December the 5th. Um, and it's going to get colder and there's going to be snow, but so far you talk so terrible and so negative. Why? <laughs> So far you've done really well with the weather. Now granted last week it was like what, 60? Yeah, it was a little chilly last week. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. Exactly. No, I uh I I you know, I know, but I I kind of looked at the extended forecast and it's doable. It's doable. It's not bad. Know? Uh the only thing that really gets to me anymore like okay, so for instance like um yesterday coming into church, it was mm-hmm. cold. Mm-hmm. Like it was like 28 degrees. Same thing, I had to start my truck up cuz yep. there was frost all over it. But as we're driving No wind yesterday. No wind. So, but we're driving to church. I'm going to be honest with you. It was absolutely gorgeous yesterday morning. No wind, sun shining, the sun hitting those fields with the frost on them. I mean, I'll have to just tell you, it was, it was absolutely
0: gorgeous. But, um, you know, I could admit that it's gorgeous, but the, the no wind helps. Now I'm looking here at the extended forecast. There's, we're going to get up into the, um, Low 50s one day, mid to low 40s, and then Thursday the 15th, there's like the first chance of snow, but it's going to be a high of 39, so you know how much of a chance, it's this 45%, but then yeah, Sunday the 18th and Monday the 19th, there's another chance, but low, like 31, 35% Great. chance, but maybe we'll have a white Christmas. Do you at least enjoy a white Christmas? Meh. It's, I mean, it's okay. Yeah. I yeah. mean, don't have to get, if, if it's on Christmas,
1: I don't really have to go anywhere. Yeah. Why not? Let's do it. And then let's melt it off during the evening and it's be 65
0: on the 26th. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Good luck with that living in central Ohio, but <laughs> right. you do have to go somewhere this year because this year Christmas is on a Sunday. Well, it is that. And, um uh, that's, that's actually does, it only happens about every six
1: or seven years. Yeah. So, yeah. um, we got um yeah, I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be good. Be different, yeah, it's going to be good. I'm excited. Um, but I uh, we started off our Christmas series yesterday. We'll talk a little bit about that. So we're all uh, decked the halls here at uh, RCC, mm-hmm. and uh, thank you to Todd and whoever else helped out with that, and you, Brandon, and um, so um, thank you guys for getting that all together. It looked really nice yesterday. I like the simple, yeah, but elegant look. Not, not overdone. Not overdone. It's just it's just enough. And I thought uh, I thought yesterday was good. Had another really uh, good. Crowd, um, mm-hmm. right around 300. And yeah, you know, last night we had worship night. Thought that was really, mm-hmm. um, good. And, um, we had, I don't know, 50 some people or yeah. maybe yeah. around 50 or whatever, which was a great way to kick off the, um, the Christmas season. And, uh, what was that one song that we sang that had like literally 12 verses to it?
0: Come on. <laughs> Come on I always give him a bad time I It actually may a- have been um, But there was a longer one it May have been My Soul Magnifies the Lord Okay so we sang a song uh, It was
1: toward the end But it wasn't written in this language It was like a, an older song What right. was that song that we sang I um, man, I was, I, I was going to bring my paper in with me um, Oh, man, what, what it was like like? Um, it came upon the midnight clear? No, it mm-hmm. was another one had like ringing something in it or whatever. But I, Holy Night. Corey Smith was sitting in front of me. And I leaned up and I said, did Charles Spurgeon write this? It, it, it was written like something, you know, Charles Spurgeon was like, oh, King James like or whatever. Right? So it's a good song, though. The words were great.
0: I just I don't know if I've ever heard all the words to that song, but I can't think what the song. Oh, was. it was um that was "Hymn of Joy." That's it, and it was Chris Tomlin took that um took that song, the I joyful. It was joyful, all words though. Joyful, I mean, it was joyful, joyful, all the old, old words. words. And he he added a chorus to that with "rejoice," but it's still the same word. The verses are the same yeah. words from yeah. the original.
1: Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was good. I don't know if I've ever heard all those. um I don't know if I've ever heard all the eleven verses before. So right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, guys. So, um, yeah, we got a special guest coming in here in just a moment, and, um, hopefully he'll get here and he'll arrive and, um, he'll, um, he'll change the whole spectrum of the, of the conversation. It's gonna exactly, be, it'll be, it'll be really good. So we'll surprise you here in just a moment. So what's going on? Anything uh, major happening this week? I know you're, um, <clears throat> yeah. you got, uh, you're up this Sunday. I'm looking forward to that. I and on am. On the 11th of December, just to put a bug in your ear this coming Sunday uh second um week of the uh series brandon is going to step to the plate and knock it out of the park and
0: um as we talk about O'Night divine so All night divine so i'm just to kind of set the stage there so yesterday todd talked about the shepherds and uh we'll we'll talk about that here in a little bit and and he talked about you know kind of about the announcement too especially right, right. and just how, you know your response in that and um and we'll chat about that but next week um I'm going to be talking about a passage of scripture that gets a lot of attention at Christmas time, but I'm going to hit it from a probably a little different angle, and that's the Magnificat. That's Mary's song as she's visited with Elizabeth, and, and she... how do you spell that? Magnificat. Yeah. M A G N I F I C A T. Is that the correct spelling? I don't know. I think so. Okay. Well, I, I was just asking because I I know that one of us
1: won a spelling bee, and it wasn't me. So that's true. Yeah. So anyway, Granted, I'm sorry. I was sorry in I seventh grade. Yeah. I was in Virginia. So this is true. I mean, yeah, the other kids were like, they, they're like, spell the T
0: E and you're like, Oh great. I'm going to win this. Right. That's okay, good, pretty good, much good. how it <laughs> happened. Yeah. No. Um, but anyway, so we're going to look at, at, um, at Mary's song and, and the kind of the circumstances mm-hmm. around that. You look, at, good. you look at Mary and you're looking at what, a 13, 14, mm-hmm. maybe a 15 year old girl who, um, was engaged to be married. And, and, and I'm going to break all this down on Sunday, but you know, Engagement then didn't look like engagement now. Right, and right. so you you see everything that's taking place here, and obviously these circumstances couldn't have been all that pleasant for right. her. But then we see her break out in this just amazing moment of praise, Correct. to God And give God all the glory. And so, yeah. the, you know, my question is: is how are we? How do we respond even in the tough times? Do we st- are we still able to praise God even when things are unfavorable? Yeah, and so we're going to look at that. And be good.
1: It'll be very good. Now and we don't
0: have to podcast next week.
1: Or actually, some of us don't have to come to church now because we no, we're going right. to church. Right. <laughs> we we'll have like 20 people. <laughs> no, that'll be really good because, um, you know, I always think about Mary and just the, um you know, the pressure that would have been on her as, oh, yeah. as a, just as a teenage girl, mm-hmm. you know, because, uh, you know, Jordan's what, 10? Mm-hmm. Throw another two or three years yeah. on her. That's about Mary right there. Right. So. Ugh. There you go. I mean, right. seriously, that's yeah. that's the weight of the world literally right. on your shoulders. Right? What a what a calling in uh, how God. I, I'm just amazed at Mary. I I, I know we hear about her, and, and sometimes you know the Catholic Church overdoes the whole thing with the Mary thing right. and all that. Right. But literally, when you just look at Mary for Mary and what God has asked her to do as a human yeah. being, as a girl, as a teenager, for what women were to, you know they, they women. It wasn't the same for women then as it is now. Absolutely, so It's just a yeah. lot. To look, a lot. Yeah. to look at her obedience,
0: to look at her steadfastness, to look at her, you know, just all of those things that she portrays through that. Right. You know, and then Joseph as right. well. You know, Joseph could have very easily divorced her. and Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, but he didn't. He was obedient to, you know, God's command to him. of yep. Saying, hey, don't be afraid to take Mary as your wife. And there's just so much that I think you're right. And you've said it in the last couple of weeks, but we kind of. We hear this account year in and year out at Christmas right. time, and it's almost like we just become you know deaf to it. Like we don't even think about it. And
1: I kind of get irritated at the Christian church and community, and and I'm including myself in right. this too because um, we do miss what God wants us to see mm-hmm. during Christmas. We are so caught up in in everything, and and, and I think that. I'm not just going to say at Christmas time we miss what God wants us to see. Absolutely. January through November including December. Yep. Because we are so busy, we are so caught up in our lives that we can't see what God wants us. We never we never stop. Right. Ever hardly to listen to God. And um and I think it's so important that that we that we listen to and that we're still before the Lord to to talk to us because we, we miss that. We're always, and, and here's the thing and I, it, it, the era that we live in and the culture that we live in now, just with social media and how you can respond on everything and leave a review for everything. Right. We have this over bloated view of our opinions Mm -hmm. and our opinions mean nothing actually right your opinion my opinion mean nothing in the scope of things it's literally what does god want me to do and where am i supposed to go because we could uh i i mean i could set down a uh a bag of coffee and get 20 coffee drinkers in here I'm going to tell you what, we're all going to have a different, mm-hmm. all of us are going to have a different thought on the coffee, and we're all going to have, a, some of us are going to like it, and some of us are going to hate it, some of us, ah, it's okay, and the ones that really loved it will give you still a different opinion on why they loved it. Exactly. So we, who cares? Either you like it or you don't, right. you know what I mean? And either you're going to follow God or you're not. Yep. And so sometimes we get this overinflated, overbloated image of ourselves that our opinions are great, because I see it all the time, and it happens here too, I mean, yep. happens in the hallways here, where people just they just talk and they just talk mm-hmm. and there's no responsibility to to the way they talk right and i think that we need i think we need responsibility in that and so accountability accountability yeah. is a good word and we need to be responsible for allowing god's spirit to to, to drive us because exactly. you and i were talking earlier today uh before the podcast about like when god really gets a hold of you and your that spirit is in you you don't want to go back. Exactly. You're not going to do some of those things that you used to Right. Do. You might be tempted and you might, that might be your feelings, but you're legitimately not going to do that. Right. I mean, um, you know, I was telling you this morning, I mean, 25 years ago, here's probably how I would have responded. And, and honestly, I still would like to respond that way, but I also mm-hmm. know that with age and, um, grace, it moves you down the road a little bit. So, sure. um, but I, um, I'm very, um, I, I if I I guess if I could ask, you know, uh, for everybody including myself, is that we would not miss what God wants us to see at Christmas yeah. and we would not miss um what God wants us to hear this Christmas. Cuz I mean, we're we all have our favorite memories, we have our favorite songs, our favorite traditions. Folks, Christmas is not about my favorite this, my favorite that, my favorite whatever. Yeah. It's about God loved me so much. That he realized I was not going to be able to pull myself out of this, he sent Jesus Christ to die for me while I was still a mm-hmm. sinner, that I might have eternal life with Him. Yeah, and that's the whole—that's the whole point of Christmas, exactly. And so um we miss that. Yeah, I'm not yeah. saying there's anything wrong with having oh, little abs- family traditions. But, Absolutely. Yep.
0: Absolutely. I think my prayer through this series too is, you know, there's we don't have a set theme. Theme, you know what I mean? And so, like Todd preached yesterday, I'm preaching this week, and then you're closing out the last two weeks. And, and there's not like a, a sequence, like we're right. going from this to that to that, you know. And, right. and so my prayer, and, and this is kind of the whole reason I landed on Mary's song, is because I read that, yeah and it grabbed yeah. me in a way mm-hmm. that it had never grabbed me before. And so I, my prayer is that our hearts and our minds would be open to hear God's word the way he wants us to hear it.
1: And I agree with that, because if you look at the entire, I hate to say Christmas story, and I hate to say it as a story, but... Say an account. An account, there you go. The obedience, yes, mm-hmm. to God for everybody. For everybody, I mean, literally for everybody. The obedience to God. I mean, you look at Mary, you look at Joseph, you look at um, you look at um, you know the shepherds, you mm-hmm. look at the wise men, you look at all these people. The obedience that the and and even the ones that aren't the the primary uh, players in the Christmas right. story, just the longing and the hopefulness and mm-hmm. how they're just waiting on God to yep. to show up and 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 they're never doubting that God's not going to show up. They they just are waiting on him. It's not right. like, oh, I hope he shows up. No, he literally we're waiting on him to show up. So, um we have a um <laughs> our special guest just came in and he so did. we've been looking forward to this and um he um, speaking of obedience. Oh, <laughs> I, I exactly. I mean, if there's somebody that you, you want to be like when you grow up. Okay, like, hold on. But
0: well, you said when you grow up, I. There was a text thread during the night of worship last night that started going off because I said when I used to be little. I said when I when I was little. No, you said when I used to when be I little. used to be little. And <laughs> and we would go off. around. I said we would go around and we would go. You know, Christmas caroling. We would sing at people's houses and and then this text thread gets. I can just, feel my phone vibrating while I'm up there. <laughs> And Corey and Clint and Craig are texting back and forth, did he just say, used to be little? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. I love you all. So um, you want to introduce our uh, our special guest today? Yeah. And so today we have with us, he preached yesterday, he's the all-knowing, okay, maybe not all-knowing, that's getting in God's realm, Todd Norquist. The, the applause just keeps going. I think going. it's
1: raining. It's that's raining. Exciting. It's a standing ovation. A standing ovation. <laughs> Oh. oh, well, well. So thanks cool. for having me. Yeah, 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 yeah. For so, sure. uh, thanks for coming. I know you're a busy man and, um, we had to book Todd three or four months in advance to get him here. So, um, <laughs> but, uh, it was really it was good. Fun. But, uh, good, great job yesterday. Yeah. Um, Thank awesome you. job. I thought it was a perfect way to, uh, to start the series. And, um, I just, I just thought it was great. I love the videos that you showed during the, the, the two reactions. That was awesome. I know we'll talk about that later, but, yeah. um, I, um, to let you all know, if you, if you don't know, Especially if you're listening out of state or something, uh, Todd has been here on staff and has held many positions here at RCC over the last 23 years. The only position he hasn't held is mine, and I tried to get him to do that, and he just told me no. So, yeah. but anyway, he's held so many positions, he's done so many things, started so many things, been involved in so many things, but he's stepping down at the end of this month. So, um, I'm sad, but, um, I'll get over it, I guess, eventually, but, um, uh, but I just wanted to tell you thank you and tell us a little yeah. bit about, um you know, for those even that her who come here, what, you know, what's going into what you're doing and kind of the thought process and as you leave here at the end of the month, what's going to be taking place.
2: Yeah. It's a little open-ended right now, but... uh <laughs> That's always fun. God yeah, is still writing the story. God is, st- exactly, writing that story. So yeah, I just, uh this, I don't know, last spring, mid into summer, just really felt God's leading to say you know maybe it's time to do something different and to um <clears throat> to not wait to know, he, he was calling me I guess to be obedient and to not wait to know what the next step was the next safe step the next safe yeah. step you know to 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 just jump and and not know exactly where you're jumping to and um so you know back in July that was Exciting and now as we get closer, not knowing exactly where I'm <laughs> jumping to, it's, you know, it, 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 I won't, I'll be honest, it's like, you know, there's a little bit of stress, but yeah, just, uh, yeah. but there's also a ton of, um, growth, I guess yeah. I felt, just knowing that, that yeah. God's taking God at his word and that yeah. his promises are true, that we will have everything that we need mm-hmm. and that he, uh, he'll provide, mm-hmm. uh, for what, uh, provide for our needs. So, so I continue to be excited about that opportunity and just to see and and he has opened up a few um thoughts in my head some doors uh, things that didn't really work mm-hmm. out the way you know maybe I thought they would but yeah. um but we're just we're just resting in him and uh trying to enjoy the the That's last good. few weeks, weeks. here yeah. right weeks here on on staff you know right. hopefully that um we we don't plan on leaving Completely, um, other than maybe taking a little bit of a break for, right, right. for a couple months and not, not being around much, but, uh, coming back just as a spectator, spectator, <laughs> parishioner. I don't know. Yeah, that's oh, an, old that's, wow, an that's old, that's an old word. word. Wow. Parishioner. <laughs> Member of the body. <laughs> exactly. You know, and, uh, and just seeing what kind of roles God opens up for in that way, because, yeah. um, uh, there's obviously things that we've been involved with over the years yeah. that I yeah. have a, Lynn and I both we have hearts for exactly, and, and um, we want nothing but the best for RCC because it's yeah. it's we've invested our lives here. It's like exactly. I wouldn't want anything but exactly. the best, yeah. you know. Kids for, grew up for here. here and, yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. I um, you know, I, I I I know I've told you and I said this in staff meeting a few weeks ago that I'm a little jealous, a little envious of you because um, you know, that's that's a yeah, that's a very uh, from a Physical standpoint of being a human, that's a hard place to put, be in right now where you're in. But from a spiritual standpoint, it's amazing because God really does move in you and he's showing you the steps, not the picture, the steps. And I've been there before and so when I tell you that I'm, I'm jealous of that, I am jealous of that because I've never been more when that has happened to me a couple different times i've never felt more up in the air, but never more secure in my walk with god yeah. and uh, so I'm, I'm jealous
2: of that mm. i'm just going to be honest with mm-hmm. you <laughs> so yeah, there is it when you put yourself in that position of of total reliance yeah. you know and i and i i don't know maybe we don't i don't know if I ever. On this side of heaven, if we ever totally rely on God, you know, there's, well, yeah, there's yeah. always that, you know, feeling of like I, I'm still somewhat in control. Um but, but certainly trying to take steps towards yeah. being um, completely reliant on, on who he is and what he says in his word and that it's true mm-hmm. and that he's gonna come through in some mm-hmm. way. I mean, it may be something totally different than what you're thinking that I'm what I'm yeah, 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 exactly yeah. what I'm thinking. Yeah, I love
0: your word there. A few minutes ago, you said, you know, just striving to be obedient to, you know, mm. to God and his call in your life. And that's what Craig and I were just talking about before you um, walked in was just our amazement at the obedience from start to finish in the Christmas account, you know, from the shepherds mm. to the wise men, to Mary, Joseph, you know, you think maybe even the innkeeper, whether he knew it or not, he was still being obedient. Of he could have turned them away completely, and they could have been out without a place. Mm-hmm. Um, but he at mm-hmm. least gave them, you know, the, the stable. You
1: know? Even just the people who are not mentioned in the in the in this in the whole Christmas thing is with just the people waiting for mm-hmm. the Messiah. Oh yeah, just waiting for the coming. At, yeah exactly they're expectantly waiting they're not like oh is it ever going to happen are they doubt i'm sure they had some doubts right but overall you see that they're they're waiting they're they're trusting god that he's going to show up yeah i love that yeah, yeah. and um you know i'll give you a heads up on the christmas weekend we're going to talk about anna and simeon mm, yeah two people waiting on waiting, god yes yeah. and like expectantly mm-hmm. waiting on god and yeah. knowing that god is going to show up they're just they're just waiting
2: yeah, yeah. and how so faithful
1: man yeah, yeah. and i read those two those two, and we'll, we'll talk about this on another podcast, but how just it—that really speaks to my heart of mm-hmm. of what I need to be doing. Right, they make right. they make me feel shameful, kind of. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, God, I want I want to be like Anna. I want to be like Simeon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I want to be like.
2: Because don't yeah, all those characters that you guys just just mentioned, you just. Kind of want to know their backstory, exactly. right? You know right. the shepherds, the wise men, mm-hmm. Mary and Joseph. We know a little bit more about their backstory, and mm-hmm. but just that whole idea of being faithful in the routine mm-hmm. life—you know, the routine a, part of life—to be to be faithful. Then, um, I think leads us to be. Faithful or, um, obedient in the, in the tough times, you know, if you're mm-hmm. faithful when things are sort of routine and mundane and not super exciting, when the unexpected does hit, we're more apt to be faithful, mm-hmm. continue to be faithful, right, right? Because we practice being faithful, you know? Exactly. Yeah.
1: Exactly. But, uh, yeah, again, the sermon was, uh, I thought the sermon was great yesterday mm-hmm. and I thought it was a great way to kick it off and, um, really, um, Really enjoyed how um, how you lay that out to get us down the road. And I had run off your slides a little bit earlier because I, uh, I was I thought they were kicked me, you know, very short print. The slides ran off all of them individually. Look at that. Oh. <laughs> I have no idea what I did there. Do you know what I did?
0: Yeah, there's a setting you can go in and fix. I can show you how to do that, Grandpa.
1: <laughs> well, I am a Grandpa, so I can't get offended. <laughs> exactly. of that, so
0: I'm yeah. that's
2: not
1: offensive. Thank you. That's no. that's like the best compliment I've had right, in a month. Exactly. So, hey, yeah, but, I,
0: but here's the good thing: you what? didn't have to worry about bringing your glasses in. This is also good. I can actually say, Brent, I no longer need my glasses.
1: Exactly. <laughs> God has healed my sight. It's a font 39 right now. <laughs> Maybe bigger than that. So you, I know you worked hard on this, and um, what what made you land on this on on that topic uh, to get Kicked off with that one. I mean, where, where was it just something you thought, oh, this is what I want to do, or I want to get this over with, so this is what I'm going to do, or
2: <laughs> I don't know. That's a, that's a good question. What made me think about the shepherds and and their role? I guess yeah. J- just maybe because I knew I was the first one, and even though there's there's again backstory to right. the, Jesus' birth. When we look at the account in Luke, it really is the beginning of the account that Luke gives us exactly as far as what what happened with Jesus and um yep. and I guess I always am interested in sort of the, the back characters or the, the, the supporting characters yeah. in the story. Yeah. I'm yeah. always kind of drawn to that and and uh and just knowing that the Shepherds were a group of people that um no matter how hard no matter how you look at it, because like I, I think I said this yesterday that there is some historical um, evidence or documentation where the shepherds maybe weren't quite as um downtrodden as some people portray them mm. but obviously they were they weren't part of the regular right. routine of life for many they were out on their own there was a reason yeah. why they were mm-hmm. out you know with the sheep um so just looking at at that type of person and how they fit in our society today and uh-huh. uh, the the ones that aren't celebrated or they're uh-huh. they're just kind mm-hmm. of a little bit of downtrodden or or off on their own off on their own uh-huh. yeah you know i those kind of characters always i'm always drawn to them mm-hmm. so yeah. um in just the excitement of the way they got to participate in the whole right. announcement yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty cool when you
0: you began you, you opened up by talking about just their response to what was truly a surprise. Mm. Um, and you, you kind of asked, you know, what, what are our responses to surprises normally? And a lot of times they're not good. A lot of times, <laughs> right. Like, oh, right. Oh, right. I wasn't expecting that. Or, you know, sometimes surprises can be good. Um, but a lot of times they can be scary. They yeah. can be uncertain. And, and so you then, um, you, you talked about just how we all have different reactions mm-hmm. to surprises and, and I'll let you fill that in. You showed the video. That was videos. good. That was really good. Oh,
2: the video. Yeah, that, uh, that just worked out really well. So yeah, it's now going on two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, we were, um, we had our Christmas with our family and everybody was there. The kids were all there and we had opened our gifts. And then, um, my son, oldest son Sam said, Hey, I have one more gift for you, mom and dad. And so he handed me a jar, like a mason jar that had a single jelly bean in it, a jelly belly jelly bean, mm-hmm. which we kind of have jokes about jelly bellies. We live with jelly bellies. <laughs> and, um, so I thought it was some sort of gay gift. Like, yeah. okay, he's giving me one jelly bean and there was some going to be some sort of punchline to all this. Yeah. And then, uh, he says, um, that's the size of your grandson right now oh
0: my oh wow that's awesome it
2: was and obviously you i don't know in the picture you know i i think i immediately got teary you know and uh we were uh, um it was funny because the in-laws uh in our family were the ones that were probably a little bit more animated we were all i think we truly were in shock we were just on it was we were just not knowing what was really going on here and um so then we had yeah had that response and then it um, the second part of the video was, uh, Plencet's family who has a Western African heritage, very demonstrative, very, um, they love to have fun. They love to laugh and all that sort of stuff. So then when, when, when it gets announced, yeah, exactly. Very festive, when it gets announced to them, they are dancing and the dog, and, and was and even the dog excited. is dancing and, and grandma's on her knees praising God and all that. There's very, yeah, very. Expressive. And you said that and, was my. What'd you say? I said it was, it was my Scandinavian heritage. <laughs> yeah, right, you know yeah. that <laughs> can, can be, can be can more reserved. On, exactly, stoic. Uh, the stoic Swedes or whatever. But but yeah. you're right about the whole surprise
1: thing. I mean, it, mm-hmm. surprises can hit you like a surprise like that is a really good thing. And you mentioned a surprise party. I would hate. I, I hate. Surprise oh, I parties. hate. I hate to be recognized. But on the other hand, when you hear something, you're going to be a grandpa. Totally yep. different.
2: Exactly, exactly. That changed my life, by
1: the way. But anyway, we. That's another whole podcast. But uh, but you're right. Surprises, and so the shepherds were surprised, and mm-hmm. um, they had to be standing out in the field. I mean, you're, this is going to take them totally by shock. Oh, I wonder yeah. what truly what they're what. I wonder what kind of emotions they. I mean, it says they were afraid, but I wonder what that looked like. Right. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, wonder if they were crying. Wonder if they were yelling. Wonder if they were on their yeah. knees, covering their face. I don't know. Everybody
0: reacts differently when it comes to fear. So I wonder what it was like. Yeah. Yeah. And to think about it too, and and you mentioned this, Todd, you know, God had not spoken for 400 years. years. (laughs) Yeah. It's crazy. And that amazes me. The first, he hadn't spoken in 400 years. And the first group of people he speaks to, the shepherds. It's like he didn't go to any nobles. He didn't go to anyone prominent. He went to these shepherds out in the middle of the field.
1: Whatever you think God is going to do, Think the opposite and the opposite and the opposite. That's probably what, exactly. so you're never going to know what right he, he's going to do because, and that's the beauty of God because that's how he speaks. And what a, what, yeah. a, way. Yeah. I mean, what yeah. a way. I mean, seriously, what a way. I mean, the shepherds. Yeah. That, so it's yeah,
0: crazy. to say they were surprised, I think would be an understatement. So quickly, let's yeah. read this real quick. He read, um, Luke eight or Luke,
1: um, two, right? Is that right? Yes. Luke yeah. two. Starting with verse eight. I don't know. I have the wrong thing. Why don't you read that? You have it? Yep. You get the big one.
0: I get to be Linus from A Charlie Brown Christmas Story. <laughs> right, well, anyway. <laughs> right? And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. Terrified, but the angel, that's angel, yeah, mm-hmm. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. let's go to bethlehem and see this thing that has happened which the lord told us has told us about so they hurried off and found mary and joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger when they when they had seen him they spread the word concerning what had been told about told them about this child and all who heard that heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them and then skipping down he read verse 20 as well the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen which were just as they had been told
1: I, I love I love that account no matter how many times I hear that I absolutely love it because this this version it was is the niV and it says they were terrified right. which one says they were sore afraid that's the one
0: that Linus reads from
1: and is that the King James I don't know
0: that it was King it may have
1: I don't know. But anyway, I love the description in that, that they terrified. Yeah. That's more than scared, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Terrified. Like if you're terrified, you're like, like you're like you're shocked almost to the point of like, like, again, I mean, it's like if all of a sudden you were outside tonight in your backyard and it was pitch black and an angel pierced you. I'm going to be terrified. Yeah, right. I'm going to be honest oh, with you. Absolutely. The first feeling is going to be, oh, this is peace and security. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not
2: going to feel really. Uh, what did I do? <laughs>
0: exactly. Is this the end?
2: <laughs> well, I just wonder if they even recognized it as an angel. Cause that's something we don't know. The shepherds, again, backstory. Um, you know, I, I, this is an assumption on my part, but the, all the Jews, I don't think they all had the same sort of, faith levels or right, understanding right, yeah. they hadn't yeah, all like, been had and been taught mm-hmm. you know not everybody got to go to jewish school right you know right. and so just by nature of their position and who they were in society it's like did they have hearts that were had been thinking about the right, messiah right, had right. Even, that was that even in yeah. their in their yeah, in their brain at all were these guys that, were they totally just cut
1: off from all that yeah and just that was just what it was. But I will say,
0: yeah. just as someone who loves the outdoors, they, you know, it's like they maybe did have a little, you know, mm-hmm. bigger perspective of God and just his presence in their life. Sure. Because to be out in the fields, to see the star, you know, I went, I was out last night at 1238 because my dog decided he had to go potty. Um, but, you know, out there and... I was like, looking at you like, wow, Ray, right? that's not me. Right, exactly. <laughs> you need a dog, Todd. Um, no, but, you like, know, standing not. standing out in my backyard, not a cloud in the sky, looking up and just seeing just the vast amount of stars. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you know, I don't understand how people can look up and see that and think that there's no God. Yeah. Uh, like, I just love the yeah. beauty in it and just the complexity in it. And just to, you know, just to look at that yeah. and say, you know, God... Didn't just create that, but he spoke them into motion. Mm-hmm. He, he said the word and they appeared. Yeah, um, and so maybe the shepherds did have a close relationship with. They God, might have you know? it's for it's, sure. No,
1: I had. Um, I was listening to somebody speak one time about the shepherds, and they broke it down more individually because you know we don't really know who the shepherds were. Mm-hmm. But but they kind of broke it down individually of like, you know, if you take just people in general, you know, this person, they, they could be, you know, experienced, you know, depression. They could be nah. They, they went through a bunch of stuff and it kind of, it made the shepherds come alive. Mm-hmm. Even though you don't have a name, you don't have a face, you don't have a story. He kind of made them come alive of what they might have been wrestling with, wrestling with that at that time, even with the government, wrestling with the, just their job status mm-hmm. and all that, that there's always a little bit you know you know he broke it down so well that you almost felt like you know and then all of a sudden boom the yeah. angels show up they're like whoa because right. he said you know like normally he said maybe they're talking maybe they're not maybe they're off on maybe they're kind of doing their own thing and they're in deep thought and then all of a sudden the angels appear yeah i was like well that's a pretty good way to think about that so yeah i like what randy alcorn said. i'm gonna let you read that one so
2: sure yeah it was an article i found online yeah that's really good. Um, Randy Alcorn is the author, and he says, "In Christ's day, shepherds stood on the bottom rung of the Palestinian social ladder. They shared the same unenviable status as tax collectors and dung sweepers." That was good, and only Luke mentions them. So, yeah, I mean, obviously, the yeah, whether that is a comprehensive thought about every shepherd. Obviously, if that's sort of the overarching thought about a shepherd, even yeah. if yeah, there was. Good shepherds and bad right, shepherds, but, right, but still, right, right. the overarching thought was that they were not anybody that um, w- was would be worthy of this kind of announcement. You know, exactly. they would not be yeah, the choice of uh, of everybody else in society to receive right. this wonderful news about right. a Messiah coming, right. the Messiah coming. Yeah. Go
1: to go to somebody popular. Go to somebody who's a king. Go to somebody
2: who's in the Roman government. Go, go yeah. there. let them know God exactly. Knows. Somebody who's going to have the yeah. prominence that other people are going to listen to them, you yeah, know, because exactly. is like, exactly. Well, listen? and I
0: think that, you know, if you look at, at just the overarching, you know, account too, Like that's the what that's what they thought. They thought he was going to come as a political exactly. They thought he was going to come with clout and with money and with you know all of this reputation. But yet he he doesn't come that way at all. Mm -hmm. Again, you you think about what you think is going to happen and think the complete opposite 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 of that. (laughs) And that's what God's going to do exactly. Mm Exactly, you know, and you see that Mm -hmm. here as well.
1: It's like just when you didn't think God could go the opposite, you're like, wow, that's totally the opposite right. of what I was thinking. So <laughs> I like it, the question that you asked though. It says, what, what do the shepherds teach us when we face the unexpected? That was a very good question. And, uh, your first point was, uh, to give God your full attention.
2: Yeah. Wow. That,
1: I, and, can I say that's harder?
2: Than what it sounds like. Oh, exactly. Yeah. When you put it in the verse, you know, we used the the verse there about be still and know. It's like it's put into this little one sentence. It's like, well, just be still and know that I am God. It's like, yeah, it's like not quite so easy. Yeah, and he's alluding to Psalm
1: 4610 where it says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations and I will be exalted in the earth. Be still and know that I am God. Yeah. That's really hard. It is, and I really do try to stop um, every day uh, to try to be still in front of God. And is is it me, or am I? Am, am is this just a problem I wrestle with? But it's really difficult for me to jet my mind and my thoughts and my and me down. Yeah, that that I can be still in front of God because I think, you know, what you, your point was: give God your full attention. I can't give God my full attention if I'm thinking of trying to be still in front of Him and I'm thinking about a problem over here. Mm-hmm. I can't give my God full attention if I'm thinking, if I want to find God, but I'm wrestling with uh, anxieties. You give God right. your full attention. That's easier right. said than done, man. Oh, for right.
2: sure. But that's a
1: very good point.
2: For sure. Very good point. Yeah, definitely uh, something that you work towards or you work on always. And, and I think the whole idea of, of, I don't know. Not having, not having the expectation that you're going to sit for half hour, you know. Right, if, right. If it's three minutes of, of giving right. God your full attention. Yeah. Uh, God will, God will get, God will use what you give him. You know, 100%. Yeah.
1: And I love the, um, you know, giving God your full attention and trying to be still in front of him because let's admit it, all of us have me you and Brandon we all have things in our life right now that are going to keep us from being still in front of God mm-hmm. i mean you're you're mm-hmm. you're getting ready to change i got things that i'm wrestling with you got things that you're wrestling so it's, it's really hard to to really do that and your the next verse that you gave which i absolutely love this is one of my favorites psalm 46:1 god is our refuge mm-hmm. and our strength mm-hmm. So be still, know that I am God. Give God your full attention. God is my refuge and my strength, and ever present help in trouble. Yeah. Do I believe it or do I not? Right. Am I going to act on that? Because if correct me if I'm wrong, if I am being still in front of God, yeah. and trying to listen to God,
0: that verse in Psalm 46:1 is going to take root in my life, mm-hmm. right? Right. And that's totally. the and I love how that it continues on and just the imagery that's here. You know, you know God is our refuge and strength and ever present. Help in trouble, therefore we will not fear. Mm-hmm. Though the earth gives way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. Mm-hmm. Like no matter what happens, no matter what happens in this life, I will not fear. Because why? Because God is my refuge and my strength. Mm-hmm. Exactly. He's still in control. Exactly. I yeah. think I'm in control, but I'm not in control whatsoever.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I heard um uh, Wayne Smith. Wayne B. Smith
1: <laughs> said... <laughs> The minute you think you're in control is the minute you're literally out of control. Yeah. <laughs> and this is true. Yeah, absolutely. You you have no control. The only control you have is just getting under the control of God. Yeah. That is so hard. Yeah. But I, I was talking to somebody yesterday. But the minute that you do that and you really do that, you never want to go back. Right. Because yeah. you realize how God really works in that. He he really does show himself.
2: Right. Oh, exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: Was that on the rest of that verse? Cause it I, was didn't, the rest I didn't of that have verse. that. Sometimes when, when you print the slides off, they're not there. So he. Thankfully I have Todd's manuscript right <laughs> that. Yeah. <one> th- yeah. <laughs> so
1: Todd's so like, I wrote it. I know it. So, yeah. um, the shepherds teach us to, to give God our full attention. And I love that. And the next one is really good. Mm-hmm. Listen attentively. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Wow. That's hard. So. <laughs> I wrote this all for me, you know.
0: <laughs> well, I actually thought you wrote it for me,
1: but, uh, so, but thank you for kind of fessing that up. It makes me feel bad. Uh, okay, listen attentively. Right. Um, man,
0: I, yeah, it's one thing to give the full attention, but then to listen, you know, that's kind of, it's, it's, that's that next step. So
1: let me ask you, what if God's telling me something I don't want to do? Right? I'm listening and I'm hearing something from God and God, I don't want to do this. What then? Mm. You know, it's like, you know, take, take your situation. Yeah. I don't know if you want to do it or if you don't want to do it. You never really have ever told me, but you're in a situation to where you're, you're, you're moving on. God, is this really what you want me to do? I mean, no matter who you are and how strong you are, you have to get in. I'm sure sometimes between when you, during this time, you've thought, is this really the right thing? Right. Yes. Right? <laughs> yes. So yeah. like, I'm listening, God, and I'm following you, and I, I'm trusting mm-hmm. you. So when you're like, give God your full attention, listen attentively, I'm telling you, these are some of the two hardest things that they sound super easy. Mm-hmm. They're very hard to
2: do. Yeah, very I think hard. like in, in my personal situation, listening attentively has – you're correct. There's been times when I've heard – one thing, and there's been times when I've probably heard other things, you know, from God, either through His Word, right, right. or a song hit me, or somebody mm-hmm. said something to me. Um, but I will say that I think that God speaks in, um, at least for me personally, uh, patterns is not the right word, but but His message that He's giving somehow has a way of rising to the top mm-hmm. even though you may hear divergent things in your head mm-hmm. because we're all human and we all mm-hmm. struggle with the whole fear thing or or am I doing the right thing and so it, it it is a struggle sometimes to say what what am i hearing from god and is 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 it is this truly from god or is it just my head is it something in my heart that i'm trying to make up because it's what i want um but i think god works through all of that and i think that somehow Again, personally speaking, it's just like I'm assured of what I'm doing is the right thing right now for for me and Mm -hmm. uh, for myself and Lynn. And but but yeah, I mean, do do doubts come occasionally? Certainly. And my doubt time just to be is is early in the morning. That's Mm -hmm. when my doubt time. That's when I I wake up in the morning and I have doubts about a lot of things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I always it's like I go back and I think, okay, this time of my. Day is not the best time for me to hear from God because right, right, it's consistently doubt time. Right, it's consistently that. So it's like I try not to put too much credit <laughs> into that time because it's just I found personally that that's just not a the time. A, the time it's yeah. when I I probably worry a little bit more during that time, and then I get up and I go into my day. And then I, you know, then I do hear from God other ways, you know, whether it's right. about my personal life or about right. whatever I'm doing. Right, but, right. But anyway, so, yeah, the whole listening attentively and then mm. discerning what he's saying can be yeah. pretty challenging.
0: Well, and if you look, too, and, and you, you talked about this yesterday as well, but we have something that the shepherds didn't have. Mm-hmm. We have the, the entire Word of God. Yeah, for and, sure. and I love you read Second Timothy 3.16, all Scripture, not some Scripture, not, you know, the New Testament, all Scripture— is God breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. And then you said the Bible is God's words spoken to us through the wit- written word instead of his audible voice. The angels, you know, or the shepherds heard the angels audible voice. Yes. You know, we don't necessarily, necessarily hear audibly from God, but we can read his yeah. words yeah. every single day. Yeah. I didn't have that in my notes. Sorry. <laughs> I have, What's I have your Tod- next scripture? I have Todd's manuscript. Is
1: it first Timothy three sixteen?
0: That was that was Second Timothy three sixteen. The next scripture is Psalm eighty six seven.
1: Okay, I didn't I didn't have that. Okay, yeah, okay, awesome. It kicked me out another one. I don't know what happened there. But <laughs> anyhow. Um I love the um I don't know when when you had said this quote yesterday. <laughs> I loved it. I, I don't. I wrote it down, but I don't have it here with me, so I'm—, I'm It was here. It was mm-hmm. in this part. Yeah. Okay, so
0: you were—do uh, you have it written down there? Does he have it there in the notes? Right, here we go. The best way to hear from God is by reading his word. Trying to hear from God without reading his word is like using a straw that is plugged with ice. When the straw is plugged, you may get a slight taste of what you are needing, but mostly it just becomes a struggle. You need to open up your Bible just like you need to open the passageway of the straw to get filled with God's messages for you. Yes. I loved it. That Todd was that Nor- de- Todd Norquist. I'm <laughs> quoting
1: that. I'm gonna have his picture in the big old bubble above it. His- <laughs> right. You know, I his, love first, his first Sunday he comes back,
0: I'm gonna use it. He's gonna like, Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. I love this though. His next sentence said Listening attentively requires patience and discipline. Yes, it does, and that's that. I think is you know, especially discipline. You know, and it so goes it, back to that other word that we talked about is, is intentionality. Yeah. Yeah,
2: intentional. yeah, discipline is intentional. Exactly, you have to be intentional yep.
1: of of doing that. So yeah, that's really good. I but, love that quote, Bob. but I think
2: we all know that struggle with the ice when oh, your, absolutely. when your thing gets your straw gets plugged with ice. Exactly, it's, like, it's, uh, it's so I frustrating. Thought
0: of, I thought when you were talking about that, I thought about like I like I don't get them very often. But if I'm going to get a um, a milkshake, I, I like milkshakes from Sonic because they put big old chunks of or or their slushies too. Their strawberry sure. slushies have chunks of strawberry in it. But inevitably, what do you get? You get a strawberry stuck in the straw, and that is like. <laughs> Oh my goodness! It's so annoying because it's like I just want the slushy, I just yeah, right, want the milkshake, right? And finally, it's like that straw comes flying up and hits you in the yeah, back of the throat, and then yeah. it's even more annoying. Oh, but geez. but the straw is clear, and so you get what you're wanting after that. Yeah, yeah. But I love that, you know. It's it requires patience and discipline. Uh-huh. Yeah, for
1: sure. Um, you read Psalm eighty-six seven, and this is a very good verse. When I when I'm in distress, I call to you because you answer me. Yeah. That's like a claim right there. Isn't exactly. That? That's yeah. not a uh, I hope this happens. This is a claim. When I'm in distress, I'm going to call, you will answer me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, that's right. really
0: good. Yeah. And we've talked before, you know, and, I, and and I think in our humanness and you alluded to this earlier Todd, but we expect God to answer us in the way we want to be answered, but sometimes <laughs> God's answer is nope. God's yeah. answer is not that way. Yep. God's yep. answer is yes, but not right now. It's maybe right, right you know, right. he yeah. will answer us. You know, I mm-hmm. think that the scripture is absolutely true. God will answer us. We just have to be obedient and discerning to uh-huh, say, okay, uh-huh. God, your will be uh-huh. done. Allow myself to get out of the way because I know what I want to happen, but I know that may not happen.
1: Yeah. So he has another one. Shepherds teach us to number three. He has says, act on what you've heard. Mm-hmm. This is gave, this stair step to get harder, doesn't it? Right? <laughs> I mean, you give God your full attention. All right, listen attentively, and now I've listened attentively, so I'm going to act on what I've heard. What's the use of listening and attentively if I'm not going to act on what I've heard? Yeah. Right, exactly. So uh that's that's really good. I mean, um, how did you? uh What was your thinking behind that point? I mean, did you just?
2: Because I mean, we, I I, that's about, that's I get, the,
1: that's the point, though. Act on what you've heard. Right. right. I, I think that's the too, whole thing.
2: Too many. Christians probably live their lives in a state of inertia, you know, where you just don't move. Right. You, you don't, yeah, you don't act on what you know, whether it's, whether it's God speaking to you directly about an issue in your life, or it's just generally you're reading God's word, um, or we're hearing a sermon or something and it, and it's sort of driving you to say, Oh, I should look into that further. Right. I need to, I need to respond in this way, right. um, to God's word. I, I think we all can struggle with that idea of, um, yeah, somebody else will do it, or, right? Right? You know, or living in right. God's grace. You know, it's like, oh, I don't, I don't really need to respond. But if we don't respond, I mean, God's plan ultimately will be accomplished. But. Right. Um, but he may want us to do something specific, so uh, exactly. So we need to we need to respond. We need to to act.
1: Well, I like the verse you use. It was Colossians three seventeen. Whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the mm. Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, whatever you do, in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord. Yeah, or somebody yeah. preaches a sermon on that. Whether you're driving your car, do it in the name of the Lord. Whether you're mowing your heart, do it in the name. of it. Whether you're in the store, do it in the name. Everything yeah. you do is to glorify, and do, you do it in the name of God. Yeah, that's a really difficult mindset to get yeah. into because we yeah. we like to box things off. I'm at church. I'm serving God, but now I'm in my car, and right. so you know what I mean. We, I, I don't know. I do right. that, so right. I know it's not right. But
0: well, and that that led into his his fourth um, thing that we can learn from the shepherds, and that was to glorify God in all you do. Um. And, and I think that that is really the is a peak. Isn't mean, that the point of our it, life? We're by God in everything yeah. we do. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Exactly. Yeah. All the other things lead hopefully to that to that point. The other verses about being still and exactly. listening attentively and yeah. and all that that leads to that idea of that we need to uh, everything we do needs to point people to God. That's yeah. that's our job is to point, point. people to. To the Creator, yeah,
0: and you you see that as the shepherds leave, it says they, you know, they they went away back to their flocks, praising, telling everybody yeah. what they had witnessed, what it, what they had yeah. seen and heard, and um, and, and and you don't you don't get the backstory of that. You don't know how many people that it influenced, how many right. people it affected. But you know, I would love to know just you know, did they go throughout the entire town before they went back to their flocks? It, yeah. You know, what what did that look like? I don't know. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. You had a uh, psalm eighty six eleven and twelve teach me your way, Lord, that i might that I may rely on your faithfulness, give me an undivided heart that I may fear your name that's a mm-hmm. good verse. I will praise you, Lord, my God, with all my heart, I will glorify your name forever yeah. yeah, and I think one of the biggest words in this in verse twelve is all I will praise you with all my heart, yeah, I mean that's it, isn't it
2: that is yeah. you know we sing that that's
1: song. The old uh, hymn we used to sing: "I surrender, I all. surrender yeah. all. all to Jesus. I surrender all to Him. I freely give. Yeah. Do we? I mean, have you ever known one person who's a Christian that oh, they gave it all? Right. Uh, that's kind of a song where, you know, we maybe shouldn't sing. I mean, somebody <laughs> I heard a sermon said that song should be sang all to uh, um, some to Jesus. I surrender very bit. I uh, very few I will give. You know, yeah, right. he went through this whole thing of how we actually I mean, do you it.
0: Said that was Wayne B. Smith. I think it was him. Yeah, right? you told me about that once.
1: See, yeah. I, I, I could quote him all day long. That guy is so good. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's so good. But no, I mean, it's like, um, you know, glorify God in all that you do. Serve God with all of your sure. heart. Yeah. There's a lot of awe. Yep.
2: I mean, that clears it up. And maybe we have moments of that. Yeah. You know, exactly. which I think like 10 minutes a day. Well, probably <laughs> or even shorter yeah, than that, exactly. you know, yeah. where, where it kind of motivates. You to continue on. It's that that you get that reinforcement. Right, it's like right You get that glimpse right, of what it means right. to surrender all. And so it's like, you know, you kind of keep going and then you get that glimpse of what it's going to be like in heaven. And mm-hmm. But then we return to earth and return to <laughs> the struggles and all that. And then pretty soon we're just trying to carry it all ourselves again. Exactly, you know?
1: And that's the problem, isn't it? It we, is. We, we, we get into carrying it ourselves. So, yeah. and then that brings other things into our life with, there's no freedom in that when I'm carrying that by myself. Yeah. When I'm carrying the weight of the world or I'm carrying my worries or my anxieties or even something's not going well in my life and I carry that on my own, I, I don't know about you all. I feel like I'm locked in a prison, like an emotional prison. Right. It's mm-hmm. not good.
2: Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. And it certainly limits what God is going to do in your life. Exactly. You know, how you're expressing yourself to, exactly. to other people. It certainly doesn't seem very Godlike. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I don't think I
1: have that last verse Romans eleven thirty three through thirty. I don't have a, the whole thing. That was a yeah. long one. And before, I don't have enough.
0: before we get there. You um, you talked about you know just how when we were are dealt with the when we are dealt the hand of just an unexpected situation Mm -hmm. that surprise, you kind of went back to the idea of surprises, you know, what is our response in that? What does that look like? And, and this was a, you gave a song lyric that Mm -hmm. got on my radar a few months ago and it it was just, it was honestly my theme for a few weeks of, of, you know, and and I'll, I'll let you, Recite it if you want to, but it's by, it's a lyric by We the Kingdom.
2: Yeah. And yeah. It's part of a, a song. Yeah. That they did. I don't know what this. I can't remember. It's like, this um, is the only line in the song. But I think remember. in the, I, I, I heard a little, um, interview with the gentleman who leads We the Kingdom. I can't think of what his name is either. Is Ed Cash. Ed Cash. Yeah. And his mother, no, his father had died the previous year. Okay. And, uh, it was his mother. Evidently, maybe it was a difficult death. I don't know. But the mother um, had said this quote as they were struggling with his father's um, passing away: "That I may not know what the day may bring, but I know who brings the day." Yeah, and you know when it's just like when you we're in those little not those little because they're huge for us, but those right. moments in our life when they just seem overwhelming, and it's all we can see. All we can see right. is the struggle yeah. and the, the the fear and all that. It's like to look beyond that little bubble of of fear and and doubt and to see what's outside of that bubble is, is God. God right. is, God is overarching that whole bubble, right. You know, um, of, of difficulty that we're going through. So it's like, yeah, we don't know what, what that day is going to hold, but we know who controls that and who's, you know, who's our past and who's our future. And, and, uh, and ultimately where we're going. So mm-hmm. yep. yeah, I love that lyric too. Yeah. <laughs> is, uh, Ed related
1: to
0: Johnny by any chance? <laughs> Possibly. I don't know. Ed, I, I don't know. He used to sing and, and write a lot with Chris Tomlin. So that's where I knew. Johnny? Him. No, yeah. Johnny Cash and Chris okay. Tomlin were super close. <laughs> Do you yeah. know who else? Uh, let me just throw this
1: out and we'll let Todd leave here in a minute and we'll discuss it later. Do you know who else are, is one in the same person? Oh, here we go. Jimmy Buffett and Steven Curtis Chapman. Have you ever seen them both in the same room? You have not? <laughs> no, there's a reason. Their concerts always coincide with each other within a hundred miles apart. Stephen Curtis is on a Friday night at a church. Jimmy Buffett's two nights on, I'm
0: telling you, they're right together. Anyway, go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Read that scripture. Yeah, so, so Todd closed with just some words from, from the Apostle Paul. Um, just, the, and he said, you know, this summarizes well a Christ follower's perspective on um The God and man relationship, and it uh-huh. illustrates why we can confidently face the unexpected. Romans eleven thirty three through thirty six says, "Oh, the depths of the riches of w- of the wisdom and knowledge of God! How unsearchable His judgments and His paths beyond tracing out! Who has known the mind of the Lord? Mm-hmm. Or who has been His counselor? Who has ever given to God that God should repay them? For hi- for from Him." And through him and for him are all things to him wow. be the glory forever. You know, it's amazing when
1: you just sit and you listen to somebody else read the Scripture. Mm-hmm. It's so much different when, than when you're you're reading it. Yeah. You, you hear it differently, you know, because you read it a certain way. And right. That's the way I like, you know, you read a couple of verses yesterday that, I have used, you know, probably in the last, you know, two or three months or whatever, and I've read them differently, but it's always, I love hearing other people right. read them. You hear them differently. That's, that, yeah. that's what I love about that. That's an awesome verse. Yes, yeah, that's yeah, an awesome yeah, for verse. Sure. Yes, for sure. Awesome. I, um, I really do appreciate you uh, coming in and, um, doing this. And yeah. you like, I got things to do, but I know
2: you. <laughs> 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 All good. No, thank you for, uh, yeah. I like your we're lifewise talking.
0: academy shirt that's nice
2: I know it brand new sweatshirts that uh, we were part of the richwood Christmas parade that's awesome. yeah. on, on Saturday and got to drive the big well I didn't drive it. I walked beside it, but the big lifewise bus Things looks and good. Um, we continue to get more kids I think that's awesome what are you up to um I believe I talked to Wendy Terrell then director last uh yesterday maybe maybe 74 70 really i think something like that so yeah we just continue to get more kids and and um Put a shameless plug in. We have a tree up at the Richwood Library okay. that um, – different organizations have Christmas trees. You can go up there and decorate. But on our Christmas tree, the kids did some cute little ornaments, paper ornaments that they uh, decorated or colored. But on the back side, it talks about why they love LifeWise. Awesome. Awesome. So oh, I guess there's neat. some pretty I've not that's actually seen neat. them so um uh, but just yeah at the Richwood library at the Richwood library go up there and check out our lifewise tree but that's awesome. but just yeah lifewise is going really well yeah. god's blessing that in so many ways and um yeah. kids' lives i think being changed in a, as we talked about at the very beginning, if the kid's life has changed, hopefully, eventually, right. at least to the family. Exactly, you know, yeah. that's what it's all about. Yeah. Trying to find a church, and I don't know, just trusting that God has a plan for all their yeah. lives. So
1: it's amazing because yeah. you're you're right about that because um, I know that um, when I was five or six years old, somebody invited me to go to Vacation Bible School, and I went and. Parents were not church people, not going to church. Dad was a professional musician and, uh, they went to the VBS pr- closing program. I guess they had a follow-up call and the rest is history. Mm-hmm. It was all because of somebody invited me to come to VBS. That's awesome. And that's the way it rolls. Wow, and if yeah. I wasn't invited to go, I mean, so anytime you think that an invite doesn't mean anything, mm-hmm. yep. um, you're wrong. An invite means a lot. Yeah. Right. And so just say, Hey, you want to come to the Christmas party? You want to come and see the kids thing? You want to, mm-hmm. you want to come to the parade? It, Anything can happen at yeah. that point. Anything, yeah. Yeah. God can work. Just what we said. God will take whatever you do, and it's the opposite of the opposite. And he'll use whatever. <laughs> exactly. So exactly. Um, yeah. yeah, for sure. Hey, but thanks, thank you so much for coming in. I really yeah. appreciate. It. Thank you so much for. I wasn't here twenty three years, but thank you for the last four and a half, <laughs> and um, it's been uh, it's been good. And uh, I know for God's sure. going to use you, and um so well, we, yeah. we got a couple more weeks. We do, right? and
2: and then hopefully we will be back. You know, yeah. and just that'd a, be helpful. In a in a new role or a, a new um, uh, just let us a, know place. when you do come back. We'll have confetti drop from this. My goodness, because I know how be... much
1: you enjoy the the attention. Exactly <laughs> right. He hates it. It'd be like turn around and probably leave again. Lynn, this right is there. not the place <laughs> for <Yeah>. us. <laughs> we need to
2: find a new place. Yeah. Exactly. Awesome. Anyway, thank you very much. Thank you. Alrighty. Yep.
1: Thank you.
0: So I, I was... love that too, though. You were talking about um, you know how an invite. Yep. You know, can mean so much more than you may think it would mean. That leads us into, don't forget, you can pick up invite cards for Christmas weekend. You can do that. And why don't you tell us about Christmas weekend? So, real Christmas quick. weekend, Christmas falls on Sunday this year, December the 25th. If you didn't know that, it's December 25th this year. Yes. I heard it's going to be that way next year, too. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. so we are having three identical services. You can come to one. You can come to all. But just know if you come to more than one, it's going to be the same They're all the thing. same. So you're going to get it so, all. Exactly. It. And maybe you want to do it. Maybe you want to come to all three. Exactly. I'm going to be all th- at all I three. I will be at all three okay. as well. Yeah, I thought about missing the five, but I, I think I'll come. Three o'clock and five o'clock yeah. Christmas Eve. PM, three PM, five PM, and then Sunday morning, Christmas morning at ten thirty AM. We will be live streaming our ten thirty AM. If for some reason you're not able to make it, you live out of state or whatever, you're visiting family for the for the Christmas um holiday, um do that. But if you can be here, we encourage you to be here. There is exactly. nothing like worshiping and fellowshipping with the body of Christ in person. So one
1: hundred percent. Um so Put that on your calendars and make sure you're here. Just a little bit of update here. Women of Worth brunch is um, going to be on Saturday, December the 10th. That's this coming Saturday. Saturday. Yep. And uh, it's going to be in the Fellowship Hall at 10 o'clock. You can sign up at richwood.church forward slash women. Indicate if you have child care as needed. You can put that, I guess, down when you register. Young at Heart is also meeting this Saturday, December the tenth at five PM and this says at the Secretarial Building at the Fairgrounds. Okay. Okay. Yep. And this is a catered meal, so you don't have to bring anything with you. But you need to bring a gift for ten to fifteen dollars per person. I guess not per everybody, but just you bring one with you, right? right? Yeah, Like a white elephant. Exactly, get, yeah. uh, and uh, specific to your gender. You, If you have any questions, you can email at rccyah at gmail.com. You can let Glenn and Lisa know that you're coming. They need to know because it is a catered affair. Sounds good. Next Tuesday night, a week from Tuesday. It's our monthly night of prayer. The last one of the year. So if you guys have, uh, haven't been in a while, I encourage you to come and, and pray with us and, uh, in that, in that down. Todd was here, as you all well know. And, um, on Sunday, December, the, uh, 18th, uh, we are going to be, um, honoring Todd and Lynn and we're going to be doing a reception between the 9.30 and the 10.30, nine, and 1030. nine sorry, nine o'clock and 10.30 service yep. and then, Right after the ten thirty service, also. Yep. So we'll have some cake. Nothing like cake before you eat lunch. I think it's great. I, I think it is too. I think coffee it's coffee and cake. Yeah, and then lunch. Right. So uh, perfect. Or maybe cake and coffee will be lunch. It may be. But anyway, come and help uh, help us celebrate that. Tell Ty how much you appreciate him. And some of you have been with him from the get go, but we're going to honor them in in our services. So looking forward to, uh, uh, to that. And then there's more. There is more. There's an Isaiah Bible study for women. And you ladies are going to have two opportunities to study the book of Isaiah. And, uh, starting in January, uh, Wednesday morning and Monday night. And you can sign up at richwood.church forward slash women, correct? Mm-hmm. And then there's more. Kingdom Man is coming. That's right. And we're going to be doing a six week study for the guys. It's going to be on a Wednesday night, 6 p.m. Um, encourage you guys, if you haven't signed
0: up, you can sign up on our website. It's at the forward slash men. And, um, that is going to be beginning January 11th, correct? January the 11th at yeah. six o'clock in the fellowship hall. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So that'll be really good. And, um, we are
1: this, after we get past this Sunday, we are halfway through the month of December. That's crazy. And then we're going to be moving into January. Yes, we will be. And we won't talk about January for a
0: couple of weeks, but we are we got a good plan for January. I, as far as I know, no one has reached out to let us know what our sermon series is jan- in January is going to be about. 9 equals 1. Nine so
1: equals if you're one. listening right now and you can text Brandon or email Brandon or email the church and if you know what 9 equals 1 is, what we're going to be talking about $10 gift card to Tim Hortons. $10 gift card all to Tim yours. Hortons. It's all I yours. I personally
0: buy it yep. out of my money.
1: First one to email Brandon or text Brandon. Yeah, hey, real quick, can I borrow $10? Yeah, you can. Okay, thanks. You did that last week, too, when we made the announcement. Do you need another one? <laughs> Anyways. Um. <laughs> oh, goodness. I know, right? Any big plans this week? Um. No, just actually working on next year. Nine equals one. So if, yeah, yeah. Nine equals nine one. Nine equals one. Yeah, I'm going to be done with uh nine equals one before you get done with with uh, my sermon for Sunday. Right? right? Um,
0: you might be. <laughs> right? Man, it's like uh, inevitably, whenever I'm preaching, one of my kids gets sick. Even yeah, well, that's true. That's just it. Always happens. I don't know what it is. I think it's Satan. So I'm going to push through it. Do it, you know. I've got do a, it. I've got a loving and supporting wife, and so she's with him today and perfect. not He's just not feeling too good, but
1: hope he gets to feeling better. I do too. So um, yeah, we got a got a, a lot happening over the next couple of weeks. We've got grandkid things to go to next oh, week, yeah. and two actually two grandkid things to go to. Then the following week, we're actually doing
0: Christmas before Christmas, and you know how that goes. Oh yeah, yeah, we've it got just, that too. We've got a couple Christmases coming up. We've got a, a Christian has his. Um, choir concert or whatever the thing that they're doing yep. and guess what he got asked to do again this year. Santa. He's gonna be Santa Claus. Pierre again. Noel. Yeah Pierre Noel. <laughs> <laughs> <That's it>. Yeah. <laughs> what are the names I, don't I only know. know the names from the Santa Claus? From the movie. Santa Claus yeah. Tim, Tim Allen.
1: Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you already started watching Christmas movies? Oh yeah.
0: We really? started We started watching like Thanksgiving night, I think like what was on it was um either Frosty or Rudolph. Yeah, no, they were they were watching them big time yesterday too.
1: Okay, I have a question for you. was mm-hmm. for everybody. Everybody. So if you respond to the nine equals one, you can put your answer on this. If you respond late, you can still give us your answer. And here's the question
0: page. We just need a Facebook page. Actually,
1: that probably wouldn't be bad. Yeah. We'll think okay. About here's that. the question. You ready? I'm ready. Is
0: Die Hard a Christmas movie? Okay. Confession time. Okay. I've never seen it. Oh, come on. But i tell you what. I love Bruce oh. Willis.
1: But I'm going to tell you something. You watch Justin Bieber's Christmas special all the time. Sometimes three or four times. I've oh, Never. The love in his eyes come right on. now,
0: folks. Crazy. Come on. Okay, You've so, never seen Die Hard? So that's my homework. I'm going to watch Die Hard. <laughs> Don't watch it with the kids. No, 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 um, no. Yeah. But anyway, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Okay. That's all the, It's, a, all, it's oh, a, oh, my answer. So pri- prior to next podcast, I will try to watch Die Hard, and I will have an answer. Okay. So. is it a christmas movie is it a christmas movie <laughs> there you go all right Have you watched elf yet yes we watched elf The well they were watching it i was kind of in and out but yes see the
1: other night bum, we bum, had our staff christmas party and um bum, bum, bum. clint put on one of these it wasn't an elf hat but it was a red one not a green one mm-hmm. and it went straight up he looked just like buddy the elf i'm sure he did he did that's creepy He's like
0: Santa's coming, Santa. I know him. <laughs>
1: You're not Santa. You smell like beef and cheese. <laughs> you smell like beef and cheese. You said on a Do you know that movie's nineteen years old? Isn't that
0: crazy? Nineteen. That makes me feel old. Yeah, dude. I was thirty eight when that movie came out. Oh gosh, I was. I can't do math. <laughs> what are what? you? How old are you? Well, if you were thirty eight, that means I, I was. Six... You were. I was eighteen. Six... You were eighteen. There you go. Wow. Yeah. There you go. I do. I do feel old now. You should. I do too. <laughs> right. All right. Well, as much as I'd love to sit here and talk to you okay. all day, I'm, I'm, not, I'm only going to say this and we're out.
1: Nine equals one. Tell us what it is right now. Email, text Brandon or
0: text call, me or email the church. Yeah. Okay. Don't call me because I've got a sermon to work on. So. <laughs> okay. All right. Hey, I hope you have a great day. Everybody else out in podcast land, we hope you have a great day. And um, we'll see you back here next week. See you.